Welcome then to the latest episode of the Boostly Behind the Host podcast, the podcast that gives you the tools, the tactics and the trainings to take power back from the online travel agents and get you more direct bookings. Today we're going to be interviewing one of the biggest characters in hospitality that I've had the pleasure to meet in the last few years and uh, I'm excited to introduce her but first just quickly we're just going to share a quick win from the hospitality community. Uh, one of the members in there, uh, Lynn Radford, uh, who is a Team Boostly member and a hospitality member, uh, she is shared that she's going to take the uh, dive into managing directly, taking the power back from a management company and uh, implementing some of the trainings uh, that she's learned uh, to get more direct bookings, which is really cool. So if you can, uh, just wish her good luck in the comments with me. So good luck, luck Lynn and uh, we wish you all the best with that. Let us know how you get on. So today on the Behind the Host podcast, we're, shared, uh, we're sharing it with Daniela uh, Darin, who's the CEO and founder of Skoll Apartments Mabea Holidays. And uh, I'm really excited to dive into her business today, where she's gonna be sharing some of the personalization tricks that she uses, uh, which has helped her to remind, uh, remain top of mind with her guests. Uh, she scaled to over 200 units in Spain. And uh, listen in as you're gonna get some good tips on how you can model some of her success and implement it into your business. So welcome along, Daniela. Thank you for joining Hi. me. Liam, thank you very much for the warm welcome and uh, introducing me as one of the characters of <laughs> hospitality. Thank you very much for that. That's true. And uh, I'm actually CMO and founder. The CEO oh. is Vincenzo, my partner in life and crime. Uh, who's uh, <laughs> the ink to my young, and uh, I must say we 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 really work well together in everything. So yes. Uh, we work in this beautiful sunny office here in the center of Marbella, Spain, Costa del Sol, uh, 55 uh, kilometers from Malaga and 80 kilometers from Gibraltar, so the location is ideal. 10 months of sun a year, uh, very hot and very busy now in the summer, but ideal for winter sun and especially working remotely with these amazing views I have here behind. That's it. That view just in the background sells it. I mean, this, yeah. uh, when uh, Daniela came on, we we're saying, should we go for the, uh, you know, sort of the still view in the background or the live view, but the live view definitely sells it. So um, I know you've introduced yourself uh, briefly there, but let's get started on today's uh, episode by just tell me how, um, tell me a little bit more about your properties, what people can come to expect if they come and stay in your apartments and uh, also how you got started as well. Okay, so we have uh, 90 units here in the Skoll Apartments Marbella on the beachfront. They're all studio, one bedroom and two bedrooms. They're small units, uh, normal apartment for normal people, not the five-star luxury people uh, expect from Marbella. We have that three kilometers down the road. So this is normal price for normal people, fully fitted apartment, kitchen, Wi-Fi, air conditioning. So ideal for your family holiday in the summer, in the spring, in the school holidays, because as I said before, with 10 months of sunshine and also ideal to come and, and look for some winter sun. Uh, the prices in winter are like half of what it is in the summer. So ideal to come and, and try that. Uh, we also have a beautiful garden uh, with three pools, tropical gardens with direct access on the, on the boardwalk. So really ideal for families, for couples, 
and, uh, and for the remote workers and digital nomads. We also have 19 golf courses within probably 10 minutes drive. So if you're a keen golfer, this is also a, a great place to, to start because we've got plenty bars and restaurants around us, Irish parts as well, um, worldwide cuisine, so ideal place. Uh, how did I start? Um, when I came here to Marbella uh, in 1998, I uh, couldn't speak a word of Spanish, so I went to work for uh, a, uh, an English real estate. And what we did in real estate, what we had empty uh, for Easter and for the summer, we would rent out for, uh, for holiday lets. Uh, this is what has uh, always been in Spain. Um, it, wasn't a it, it really got specific holiday rentals in 2008 with the, with the other crisis. So then um, we didn't have a lot of business in normal rentals like long lets and sales. So we started to rent everything short term and uh, it went well. We started with uh, 15 units in this block because a, a lady was retiring and she said, please help me with this. So I said, okay, I have nothing else to do. So I started to help her. I never really did uh, holiday rental specific. I was much more into sales because of course sales 5% commission here in Spain is a much more juicy job. But because it was the crisis, okay, let's cover it. And I really started to liking welcoming people, uh, showing them around, telling them what to eat, what to do, how to make the best of Marbella, giving them insider tips. And uh, people starting to notice that we liked what we did. So in the first year, we grew from 15 to 30, completely organic, word of mouth, neighbor to neighbor. Uh, people that were renting um, gave the apartment to us. And then the following year, uh, no, well, two years later, um, a gentleman decided to retire. He had another probably 40, 50 units and he gave them to us. So all this really became serious. It became our prime source of income. And we really started to concentrate on, uh, on tourists uh, by the week, two weeks. Some of them were staying a month. But yes, and then we started to offering them airport transfer, uh, day trips. Um, some of them we were also uh, sending them over to Morocco for three, four days trips or organizing a tour of Andalusia. We have some beautiful cities around us, uh, Sevilla, Granada, Cordoba. People come from all over the world to visit them. So while they were in Marbella, well, why not uh, go and have a look at this? And then on the other side, we started to give other services to the owners as well, like Barbishman helping them on how to furnish a holiday rental because of course people were buying these apartments as an investment uh, so how do we furnish it so we we would tell them okay you need this 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 and the other and also because it's not a very uh, young building so it needs constant updating so we do project management for like bathroom kitchen floors window air conditioning very important now to keep the air conditioning up to date and so on that's amazing and oh, ha hasn't been too long <laughs> <laughs> no i mean but we do many things you see <laughs> there's a lot of spokes to the wheel isn't there there there's a lot to, <laughs> yeah. to, to talk about and uh, you yeah. mentioned right, right at the start there you mentioned um you know when you came there you, you didn't speak a word of spanish um it's worth letting people listening so so uh, you know where, where are you from and uh you know ah, i'm italian i'm from trieste the north of italy 
and Vincenzo is from Naples, the south of Italy, and we met in London back in 1996. That's cool, and ended up in Marbella. And we, yes. we actually, uh, we said, because um, obviously we went for, for a meal in London at the uh, book director, <laughs> didn't we? And we said it was funny that we've got, um, you were telling us where we needed to, to go and check out. And it was uh, Italians who live in Spain leading us to a Vietnamese restaurant in London, which was fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, Vincenzo's a chef, actually. He trained as um economist accountant mm -hmm. uh then he decided he didn't like it so uh he did a chef for about 25 years uh so he knows he's very fussy with his food he knows what he likes yeah. uh, so this is why we know all the best places to live well in london we lived for three years so we we know lots of places and you miss barcelona barcelona was also great fun well, it, it definitely comes across that you've learned the, um, you know, the local area and just being that yeah. guide. And also one thing that really comes across is, you know, the, the work ethic that, that both of you have put in. So when you took on the first 15, were you surprised by the, you know, the differences of the level of work involved with doing holiday lets versus, um, you know, sort of uh, real estate? What I really liked at the beginning is um, that holiday lets, uh, Although you have a very small margin into each week, you have so many apartments, so many weeks, so you have a day, day to day uh, cash flow. Yeah. While for the sale, sometimes you have to work two months in a sale. So for two months, you, you don't know if you're going to close it. And if you're not going to close it, for those months, you're not going to make an income. I remember uh, an ex friend of us um, who is not now in a very good position, let's leave it like that. Mm -hmm. uh, he was teasing me. He said, Oh, you're working so hard. You're only making 50 euro a week into each apartment. And I say, yes, it's 50 euro a week for 50 apartments. Yeah. At the end of the very first summer, I was able to take my small family on a week holiday to a bit. And uh, other people that were waiting, wait, the, the, the guy that trained me in real estate many, many, many years ago, uh, he was after the big, uh, the big deals. Maybe he was closing a deal every three years. But it was like a big deal, like a multi-million. But I couldn't work with no income for three years. I prefer this cash flow of like 50 a week and so many weeks. I'm sure you can relate. Yeah, it's fast paced, but uh, good fun, exactly. isn't it? And, and the cash flow exactly. is good. So. Exactly. And it gives you security, you know. I mean, if the kids say, oh, can I get a pair of shoes? Then yes, you can, because I have so many weeks booked. So mm. I, know how, I know what I can afford and what I can't. So uh, for a young family, when you start off, it's really, really important. And one of the benefits of hospitality is the more effort that you put in to market your business, the more guests you're probably going to get. And that um, absolutely that word of mouth, repeats, referrals. That is really the key of, uh, of our business. So um, going on from that, then your um, You've set up your business, uh, you know, you've got your, your 15 initial units, you've added more units on. Did you have to set up cleaning teams? How does it work for, for cleaning teams? Uh, oh, yes. Um, at the beginning with 15 units, we had a lady by the hour. But as we grew, we started to employ cleaners. Uh, we don't outsource anything. Uh, we're control freak and we like to control the quality of the cleaning. Uh, plus, basically, we have work 10, 10 months a year. So it mm. makes much more sense uh personally and financially to employ people so we have five cleaners and four maintenance guys the maintenance guys also do the refurbishments in the winter and now in the summer everybody's on the cleaning even my two children that are now grown up uh they're 17 and 19 uh 
they're on the in the they're on their summer job. Well, mind you, they're on the job all year long, <laughs> but now they're like full time. I love that. I love that. Though that's good to uh, keep you know keep keep that in the family and uh, you know learn oh, the trade. They, they have to earn their wars. They need to know that the money don't come from the trees. Mm, yeah, I like, so, I like yeah. that. So in terms of marketing your business, how do you market your business at the moment? Is it on online travel agents or, or what different channels do you use? Oh, what a nasty word, online travel agents. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, oh, you don't oh, like them. Oh. <laughs> you don't like them a lot. Anyway, uh, the majority of our booking are direct repeat and referral. So they come through the website, through the phone, through WhatsApp, emails, uh, that's it. Yeah, uh, walk-ins. <laughs> we get we get the walk-ins from time to time. Usually, people that have been scammed. Um, and then the other twenty, I would say about twelve to thirteen percent are Airbnb, and seven eight percent are Booking.com. Uh, Expedia, I've cut them off because they are the worst of the worst. They just decide what rates and how many days you should sell, and uh, nobody is ruling in my house. So yeah. Expedia. Is Airbnb and booking, I still keep them at a distance, but um, if I can get 100% direct booking, I think I'm going to get rid of them. Uh, It's really cool to hear how many, um, you know, repeat guests there are. And, you know, one of the things that I can see that you're really strong just from seeing your social media is is the relationship uh, that you build up with your guests. So how do you build up that good rapport with guests? Uh, because I like people, I like to talk to people. So yeah, the majority they keep coming back year after year. You see the kids growing, um, and you see how people evolve in life. Uh, they they like to see how my kids grow up. I mean, they remember my kids playing about in the pool, and now they see them working around. So uh, it's something to be really proud of. And then uh, their kids, they go to university, and then some of the kids come back on their own with girlfriends and boyfriends. So it's really nice to see how it all evolves uh, throughout the years. And uh, what really made me bond with uh, the majority of them is in lockdown, uh, we kept contact with them through newsletters, uh, Facebook and Instagram, because of course they couldn't come here. So uh, we were bringing this to them every day. Mm -hmm. And I still get now emails and people that that see me in person. Oh, Daniela, we really love your video. Oh, Daniela, thank you very much for keeping in contact with the newsletter. Oh, it's been so important to see that Marbella was still up and running. And we were so worried about you. I mean, our guests were were worried about our business. I mean, they were feeling for us. And uh, I I think it's a soft skill you're either born with or you're not, uh, to be quite honest. If you, you talk to people and you develop a relationship. Yeah, that, it, it comes across very clear how passionate you are about the business and the area. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that people warm to that, you know, and it's one of those things where you've made an important point about remaining top of mind because those newsletters and what you were doing when it was quiet to remain top of mind. I mean, if I'd have got the newsletter during the pandemic, looking at a nice sunny place, I'd be like, oh, I can't believe you're sending me this. But, you know, it, people do like to see what's going on. And once they've invested in your business, um, you know, it's, it's good that they can see that you're doing well and, and that you remain on top of mind. So when things like now where they have opened up and uh, you mentioned, obviously, we talked briefly before the call, but just um, for the sake of the people listening, how are things going at the moment? You know, things are open again. 
<laughs> things are fully open. Uh, we've been nonstop really since uh, July last year. Uh, yes, I should have mentioned that 90% of our clients, well, 95% of our clients really are from are foreigners, uh, top Irish, UK, then Scandinavian, French, uh, Moroccan, Italian, north of Europe, really. Uh, Spanish are only 5%. Uh, so these people, you people, are very organized and tend to book very well in advance. So when us Mediterranean, i.e. Spanish and Italian, decide to go on holiday, which is usually two weeks before, um, there's nothing available. <laughs> so we end up not in the top places, not, not on the deep front. Uh, so this is why. Um, sorry, I've lost track. What was the question? That's all right. So yeah, just in general, <laughs> just uh, how things are going, which sounds as though- Oh yes, we're fully booked. Yes, exactly. This is where I was coming from. Uh, we've been fully booked since July last year, uh, which is when uh, UK and Ireland opened international travel and all of them just came here. Yeah. Came here and uh, one of the big uh, trends that was the revenge travel. Uh, we've seen it totally. Uh, the majority of them have booked two holidays, and some of them even came three times last year, like wow. July, September, and November. We had a very slight uh, break in December, and then in January, we had booking season in full swing, and people coming for winter sun, uh, January, February, March. So really, we, we haven't stopped for a year. So at this point, um, I'm enjoying it. It's lovely, but I'm very much looking forward to November. Yeah, this, uh, not, not ever so much long now. There will be a rest at the end of the day. Yes, yes. Briefly. Yes. Well, I, I enjoy it and I try to have a rest every day, like half an hour, half an hour for myself to really calm the mind and clear my head. That's cool. And when it comes down to the business in general, I mean, I see your Instagram posts and that. Um, how important has social media been for uh, school apartments? Well, it's been very important as in uh, brand recognition, uh, reselling to the same client. Well, reselling, not really. Like keeping on top of minds of our current guests and as a referral. Because uh, when we go to all these seminars and webinars, uh, they tell us, okay, customer journey, dream research, books, I review. Nah customer dies after the review no you have to keep you have to put them into dream mode constantly this is why uh instagram and facebook and especially whatsapp status which is like the stories uh have been really really important for us because we kept them dreaming we kept them dreaming and in, in spies throughout lockdown and even now i mean between holidays we're always there every day inspiring them so when they want to come to Marbella or if they want to hit if they hear somebody say oh, I want a sunny holiday I'll go to Marbella and they take out the phone and say oh look yeah it's just that moment oh, yeah. going, where shall I yeah. go and you're top yeah. of mind you're appearing I'm on. always there yeah I'm always there and especially put the face there so that uh, people see your face uh, you give them more credibility like I'm a real person in a real place I'm not going to scam you or anything and from time to time, we do, we do get uh, new people, uh, like new new guests through, through Instagram and through Facebook. They usually, usually come from recommendation. And then um, we recently started with uh, Louise Bryce, that also works with you, as a, the, the, the most excellent copywriter I ever met. Um, we started the Marbella Tapas Tour. Uh, we've done three episodes already where we go uh, for tapas um, in the small local uh, tapas bar, family owned. So 
we show it's, it's a win-win because we show the guests where to go for an authentic tapas experience and on the other hand we support small local business which is uh, one of my crusades um, to get our guests to go and spend money into into the small local places when we finish the tapas we'll be doing the shops like the woman. And, and you get some awesome <laughs> tapas as well i mean that's oh my uh, God. yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, and then we have to do a lot of exercise you know a lot of running <laughs> <laughs> living in this place is so hard i can imagine i i couldn't do running. <laughs> i can't do running across here let alone in the heat of, of where you are but it just sounds as though the, the the way that you've remained top of mind is to use all the tools available to you but the other thing is yeah. um there'll be a lot of people listening to this who don't want to put their own personality into their business what would you say to people who are you know perhaps not wanting to you know, put themselves out there into their business. What what advice would you have for them? <laughs> there is another guy in our network, um, very very good property manager there in the UK. I I won't send the city because otherwise you all you all know who he is. I say I don't want to talk to my guests. I want everything awesome advice. I want all the tools possible. I don't want to see them. I don't want to talk to them. Uh, yes, fine. I respect your opinion, but hospitality for me is opening my house to a person like welcoming them in not in person checking is impossible with 90 units but i end up seeing them uh, more or less all of them around the pool at checking at checkout the following day uh, for me hospitality is is a people's business people yeah. buy from people i open my house to people um you have to be friendly uh, if you don't like people just don't work in a bank really yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> I mean, I assume this is for like uh, small, uh, small companies and small companies. You can be personal. You can certainly be personal. Now, if you have three, four hundred units, definitely you cannot be personal, and you have everything automatized. It's another kind of hospitality. Really. I respect everybody, and uh, and everybody does what they think is best with the business. Yeah, and that is um, one thing that comes across is just. By putting yourself out there, I think of Marbella, and now I think of yourself and your business, you know, and that is uh, that's what you want people to, to yeah. think, isn't it? So um, by putting yourself out there, getting in front of the camera, but putting Instagram lives out uh, and reels, it just really makes a big, um, a big impact, uh, more yeah. so than we know, because there'll be people watching these who may be considering booking who we wouldn't have known otherwise. So, um, Absolutely. you know, great. So in terms of the tech in your business, Daniela, what sort of tech do you have? Uh, what, what sort of do you use uh, PMSs and uh, any other sort of tools? Yes, I have an all-in-one system, PMS, channel manager and website. Mm -hmm. uh, shall I say the name? Yeah, yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we use Logify, very yeah. happy with them. Yeah. Uh, then that's it, because from Logify, we, ex uh, we export an Excel sheet. We that we actually print out in paper and give to the cleaners so they know where to go and uh, and then we have a whatsapp group um vincenzo is the operational manager so he tells them where to go what to clean uh who goes out uh so he's really he's on top of the of the operation we do around 12 to 15 cleans a day mm -hmm. so it's very important to know what time people come in people goes out go out so, because we usually have an hour to two hours to clean a place. So he directs them all uh, like an army, like here, step, up, down. And uh, we do that with uh, WhatsApp. 
That's cool. Yeah. Exactly, with, uh, with, with normal people. Ah, and then we have uh, a very cool gadget, um, digital guy, such say. I'm totally, totally in love with that thing because now they have oh, they get a welcome letter. Uh, so on the welcome letter, they get this QR code, they scan the QR code, and they know exactly what to do, where to go. They have a link to the videos of the tapas tour in there as well, uh, plus other uh, recommendations. So yeah, I think that's all the tech we have. Oh no, then we also have Revios from Christophe, another amazing guy that has built a beautiful tool. Um, it's a review, let's see if I can say all right. It's a review aggregator. So on, on our website, um, we have all the reviews uh, from uh, Google, which is the, the most important one. And they also pulls them from Booking and Airbnb, and I'm not sure TripAdvisor. Uh, so they gave a, they give us a ranking, which is I think is now four point eight throughout all channels. So people go to the website and say, okay, these people are for real. These people are really good. Let's book with them. Trust factor. That's cool. And uh, I mean, it sounds like you've got a really great tech stack there. The, the one that I want to dive into is the um, the uh, digital guidebooks. There, do you get feedback from your guests from having a digital guidebook? Um, and how much easier does it make it for your guests to, to get all the information they need. Okay, it's uh, it's only been operating for like a month. Um, people like it, but they still send me a, a WhatsApp message say, how do I work the safe? <laughs> uh, the other day I went to physically see some clients and, and she said, she was asking me a question and I said, yes, it's all in the digital guide. Yeah, but you tell me. <laughs> yeah, blah 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 blah. There was like 15 minutes later, and then the following day, um, she rang me and she said, "What do I throw the rubbish? It's in the digital guide." Yeah, but you tell me. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I mean, I think there is only a few of them like this, mm -hmm. uh, but I think in general they'll kind of get used to it. Yeah, that's cool. The younger, the, for the younger generation, is much easier. Well, man, this lady wasn't old. This lady must have been mostly most 45. It's the curse of being available, isn't it? By being available, yeah. people just want you yeah. to show them straight away. You see, that's the other thing. You show your face, you look happy and friendly and familiar. Oh, she won't mind if I ask her what the rubbish is. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, there. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's on page one of the guide, you know, I'll still ask anyway. It's just, yeah. Um, but it's, it's just, something... just to make sure. <laughs> yes, like, oh, another. Yes, I know you have this tapas tour. I know you have this. I know you have that. But where do you go for lunch? It's, yeah. in, it's in there. This is why I, I do this, so that I don't have to repeat my Exactly. Plan. It's where you can refer them to the, the tapas uh, videos. Yeah. You can just say, look, here's yeah. the link to the video. This is where we go instead. But, no, but they, they want to hear it from my mouth. Yeah. yeah so that... the, the next thing I want to, be, to build is an hologram. You know an hologram of me? Yeah, yeah, hologram, yeah. Just click and I'm like, yes, I'm here. How can I help you? Hey, when, when you've got your hologram of Daniela there, I, I, we'll come back, we'll do another episode, definitely, because that'll, yes. uh, that'll be one. How is the hologram? Yeah, so, yeah. so techie people listening, build me a hologram. Cool. So what would you say the favorite, your favorite thing about being a host is? I suspect I know what you're going to say, but... Uh, yeah, what... to talk to people and be around people. <laughs> and then there is another one. I have to travel to get inspired. Mm -hmm. So, not only traveling to see to go to conferences and then do a, a bit of uh, leisure on the side as well, but really taking a nice, relaxing leisure holiday. So, yeah, I mean, being around people is is what I really like. 
Yeah, and and like you say, being able to uh, travel as well, it's, it's research, exactly. it's tax deductible, it's research. As yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. <laughs> have to travel more and more. Actually, the very um, when travel opened in, in spring, it really started in, in spring 21, I said, we have to travel because we have to show people that it's safe to travel. Even in September 2020, we hopped on a plane and went to Ibiza. And uh, we did the Orem video to show people how easy it is to travel, how safe it was to travel. And uh, yeah, I mean, putting yourself a video again. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, crea it creates credibility. It's being a leader within your industry. I can definitely see that. Yeah. And uh, what would you say is the uh, leader of having fun? <laughs> what What would you say is the if, if there was a wow moment in your business so far? What has that been over the last uh, few years? What What has the wow moment been? Wow moment, as in when I realized something. Yeah, something which is perhaps changed, or something where you went, "Ah, oh, this is awesome," um, or, or or when you've had a challenge. Well, challenge, of course, it was the it was the pandemic, uh, getting through it and and reinvent ourselves uh, from one minute to the next. We had no business, no. so uh, we reinvented these offices with views because obviously these balconies were empty. So uh, I was mm -hmm. using them, and uh, Vincenzo was taking the piece, taking picture, and sending it to the to the kids because we're in lockdown at home. Ah, look, you're locked down at home, and mommy is here. Uh, replying to <laughs> to emails uh, and sunning herself and then I put it on Facebook then I put it on LinkedIn and all this office with the view movement started and uh, yeah so this would be a wow moment pivoting the business from 100% leisure to 50% leisure and 50% remote working digital nomading that's amazing then so you yeah. you, you let them out as off office so yeah for people to work with a view no, 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 no. We didn't. Um, we uh, we only marketed them as offices with views for digital oh, nice. nomads and remote workers. Uh, yeah. In the very first lockdown, only me were uh, was using them. But then, in already in September, October, twenty twenty, um, people started to book for two, three, four, and even five months, and they spend the the winter here with us, and they were uh, working from these sunny offices. That's cool. That's this, really. This is how the movement started. That's and amazing. Last year, uh, that we had a, a normal winter, 21, 22, we had 90% occupancy, 50% uh, leisure, which leisure is like retired couples that come from months to months to weeks, and 50% were uh, remote workers and digital nomads, people that instead of uh, sitting at home in the north of Europe, they would come out. Obviously, people no children in in school years. Well, it's it's now a big thing, isn't it, where people want to work from wherever they wherever exactly. there's a connection they can work from, which is amazing. Yeah. So um, as we come to the end of these, we'd like to do a couple of quick fire questions. But um, just before we do, what would be your top tip for other hosts? So if somebody else wanted to get started, whether they, you know, sort of whether it was abroad or, or wherever, what would be your top tip for somebody getting started in the hosting industry? Uh, put yourself on video. Put yourself out there, uh, create a brand, uh, believe in yourself, and people will believe in you. That's a nice it. one. Good. I love it. Yeah. Myself. <laughs> Came out just like that. <laughs> no, it's, it's true, though. It's true. So we like to end with some quick fire questions. So um, these can be as short or as long as you like. Uh, what celebrity would you most like to meet, Daniela? Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. And why, I should say? Uh, immigrants. Uh, darkish, 
in New York in the 80s uh, and built an empire on uh, woman empowerment. Love it, love it. What would you and, say? Uh, you and everybody listening, if you haven't uh, watched her documentary on Netflix, finish this and go to watch it. She's really, really inspiring. Nice, nice. I'll, uh, I'll stick it on the old playlist, <laughs> on the old watch list. Yeah. What, what is your favorite book or a book which has inspired you? The Loop Tale by uh, Bruce Puntip. Uh, I had the great pleasure of meeting him in 2014, World Travel Market in London. Uh, he's the CEO and founder of G Travel, and uh, he creates tours in, in, let's say, normal and not so normal destinations. And he empowers uh, the people, uh, uh, the people in the small villages. So, for example, if you go to Peru, they will take you around uh, to where they handcraft all their beautiful clothes and. Um, he, he uses local people to teach the tourists and travelers. And so the money that these tourists spend stay in the destination. And he was the guy that inspired me to, um, to uh, promote the small local businesses here in Marbella. That's really nice. I like that answer. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, what is the um, what is your lifelong dream and what does the future look like? Me to get myself a small casamaran, moor out here, and control the whole thing uh, from the sea. Yeah, this is this is how Vincenzo and I will end up retiring. Small thing, and from here to Ibiza, then to Italy, and then all the way down to Israel, coast to coast. We can go all over in the Mediterranean. I love it. And what a great way to uh, to bring it to a close, uh, Daniela. And I feel we've learned a lot about your business. I'm sure everybody listening and, uh, you know, sort of watching on the live will have got some really great tips, especially I think just putting yourself out there, really having passion for your business, hosting, going back to the roots of hospitality is is so important. And uh, certainly that's what's made you, in my mind, one of the biggest characters I've met is, uh, you know, is uh, uh, very memorable. So um, how would the people listening and watching get in touch with you uh, if they want to? Is there a website or socials? What's the best way? They can find me on LinkedIn, Daniela Derin, or the easiest is info at marbellaholidays.es that is my email or you can find me on Facebook Daniela Vincenzo Marbella or on Instagram marbella.holidays and I think that's it we'll be everywhere and my phone number is basically public so you can shoot me a WhatsApp no problem amazing amazing thank you so much Daniela for spending your time with us on Behind the Host today thank you again and uh, my pleasure yeah I'm sure we'll we'll see you at the next uh, book direct show or, or wherever it is <laughs> absolutely looking All forward right. bye 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 for now thank you so much for checking out today's podcast episode now before you head and go anywhere else before you click to the next episode before you do that do me one big favor and go check out boostly.co.uk forward slash trust IPRAC are the sponsors of all of the Boostly content and the reason why I work with them and the reason why we spread the message of IPRAC is that when a host or a company is looking to get more into direct bookings, the main question they have is around trust, as in, will a guest trust that I am a true and real business? Will IPRAC take care of all of that? And they've got a special offer that is only available to Boostly people, but to do that, you need to go to Boostly, which is B-O-O-S-T-L-Y, .co.uk forward slash trust. You can find out all the information there. You can book in a demo, book in a call, and then you will get your super special offer that is only available to Boostly Peoples. 
Thank you again for tuning in. Do go check out IPRAC. We'll be back again very shortly with another podcast episode. But until then, we'll see you all very soon. Take care.